I'm going to uh, bring you a message this morning, uh, and I've given this the title of the word, Alpha and Omega, Beginning to End. Um, and it's about God's word. And we're reading, uh, the reading comes from uh, John chapter 1 and verses 1 to 18. I'm going to read this and then, uh, then I'll bring the message. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the only Son from God the Father, full of grace and truth. God, uh, Jesus, sorry, John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Well, in the message uh, today, we'll hear the centrality of Christ, the all-sufficiency of Christ, and of how from the beginning to the end of time, God's grace, his plan of salvation, has been is being and will be made manifest through Christ. We'll hear how God's uh, word is Alpha and Omega, from the beginning to the end of time. God's word is the centre of God's plan of our salvation. And today we're going to particularly focus on John 1, 1 uh, through exploring through uh, 1 to 18 uh, in reference to the word of God but we'll have other uh, portions of scripture which I'm going to mention as well. Well, let's commit this time before the Lord in prayer. Let's pray. Dear Lord, as we hear your word, we pray you'll open our eyes to see plainly your truth. Grant us understanding that we may know your will for each one of us and enable us so that our hearts are willing and obedient to your word. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord.
Amen. Well, the Gospel of John begins by saying, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Now notice that the Word was with God and that the Word was God. The Word, that is Jesus Christ, was distinct from God the Father and Jesus was God in the fullest sense. Romans 9.5 puts it like this, Christ who is God over all forever praised, Amen. John 1.3 says, Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. And Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Here we see that the, the Trinity was present right at the beginning. God the Father, God the Son, the Creator, and God the Holy Spirit. John 1.4 says, In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There are two contrasts in that verse. Life contrasting with death, and light contrasting with darkness. Note that in Christ there is both light and life. Whereas without him, there is darkness, confusion and death. Genesis 1.3 says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. When God speaks, his word is made manifest. That is, his word comes into being. And notice that what God creates is always good. Genesis 1, 3, 10, 12, 18, 21, 25, 31 all state that what God created was good, even mankind, but that was before the fall. Before the fall, man was in a right relationship with God, but once the fall had taken place, darkness impeded that relationship We've already heard how Christ is life and light that shines in the darkness. And we know that without light, we cannot find our way. That is why we need to turn to the light if we are to discover the path to life rather than stumble in the darkness and be lost. The Old Testament is full of references to the importance of God's word and the light and life that it brings. Let's look at a few of them and discover what God says about the word and the life it brings. Deuteronomy 8.3b states this truth. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And verse 3a talks about how God has humbled his people in the desert after the exodus in order to make them realise their utter dependency on him for their salvation. He was not left them wanting, but has provided manna, water, and sustained them for 40 years to teach them that truth. God speaks, and it is so. 
2 Samuel 22, 31 says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. Here we see that God's word is perfect. A shield against harm to those who are under its protection. Psalm 119 verse 9 asks a rhetorical question. How can a young man keep his way pure? And it answers immediately, by living according to your word. By keeping God's word, we remain pure and on a path that has been laid out by him for us. Psalm 119.11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Well, how can we hide God's word in our heart if we don't read his word and its direction to us? The hiding of God's word in our heart, by hiding God's word in our heart, we know that means the acceptance of Christ as Lord and King over our heart. If we don't accept him, how can we hide it there in our heart? Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Your lamp is a light lamp, sorry, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Therefore, we need to study God's word for ourselves so that we know the blessings that God has in store for us. I suggest that many of us are like those Israelites in the desert. We take God for granted and refuse to do what he's told us to do. That is to take daily guidance from his word. I'm not saying that's easy. Many of us, including myself, struggle with maintaining our quiet times with the Lord. But we know what neglect will lead to. In Proverbs 2, verses 1 to 11, there are many aspects of the word and life are brought to our attention. I'll just mention a few of these a little later. And there are many more references to God's word and the life it brings in the Old Testament. But we need to return now to John's gospel as it is the particular focus for today. We find in John 1, verses 6 to 9, reference to John the Baptist as a witness to the light that was coming. He announced the coming into the world of the true light that gives light to every man. Notice verse 10, when Christ was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. While he came to his own, they did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Not children by natural means, but born of God. I draw your attention to Genesis 3:22-24. This is the account of Adam and Eve's exclusion from the Garden of Eden, and thereby their ability to partake of the tree of life. This was God's provision because... If man had been allowed to partake of the tree of life, mankind would have been permanently separated from God. 
By their exclusion, God has put into place his plan of salvation, the granting of his grace to all who believe in his Son for their salvation and thereby their restoration to a right relationship with God. I want to particularly draw your attention to the, uh, the guard um, to the way to the tree of life. I suggest that this is an image of Christ. Well, how can that be? Well, in Jeremiah 23, verse 20, God says, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock to pieces? The fire of God's word is the test by which everyone's works will be measured. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 11 to 15, tells us that no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If any man builds on the foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, his work will be shown for what it is, because the day of judgment will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. If what he has built survives, he will receive his reward. If it is burnt up, he will suffer loss, but... He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. In other words, it is only the teaching of the pure word of God that will stand the test on the day of judgment. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of the Lord is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates to even dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, it judges the thought and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything, everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we will all give account. Notice that the work of God, God's word, is continuous and it has effect. The true nature of everything we do is revealed in the light of God's word. In Exodus 32 and 35, we have the account of Moses receiving the commandments and seeing God's glory and as a result of having a radiant face that it frightened the people. The light reflected from his face was more than the Israelites could stand. So he covered his face. As Christ is the light of the world, our thoughts and actions will be revealed in that light. The only way we can come before the Father is the name of Jesus. His righteousness is what makes us acceptable in God's sight. John 14, 6 tells us, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Remember that image of the flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life? Jesus has said, no one comes to the Father except through me. It is the light of the world, the word of God, Jesus Christ our Lord, who is our only hope. It is only in him and through him that we can gain access to a right relationship with God the Father and access to the tree of life. John 1.14 says, 
the word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who comes from the Father, full of grace and truth. This tells us that the word took on human form, Jesus Christ our Lord. He did this so that we might see his glory demonstrated by the miracles that he performed, by his death and resurrection, grace and truth. Once we could not look upon God and live, but now we look to God for life. When we examine Isaiah 55:11 in the light of what we've heard this morning, we can see the effectual working of God's grace through his Son. Let me quote the verse. So my word, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. I will not ret- it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire. The word has gone out. God has sent his Son. The word will not return to me empty. God will honour his Son because he was obedient unto the cross. At the cross, God's plan of salvation was fulfilled once for all. God's grace has accomplished what we are unable to do. Through Christ, we can be restored to a right relationship with God the Father since this has been his plan from the start and he will certainly honour it in full since the cost was very great. But his glory knows no bounds. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but, the, but God the one and only who is at the Father's side has made him known. This is the good news, the gospel, that God has made his Son known to the world that through him we might be reconciled with God the Father. The Great Commission in Matthew 28 verses 18 to 20 reads, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the good news. We have it right here. God's word passed down to us by the faithful through the generations. Why would we not share that good news with others around us? Well, in conclusion, what can we say about the word of God? The word of God is life-sustaining, food for the hungry, It brings salvation. It's perfect, trustworthy, flawless, a shield, a refuge, comforting, directing and guiding. It's a lamp to our feet. It shows us the way. It's a straight path. It is active and effective, accomplishing its purpose. It achieves God's purposes. It is like grain that bears 20, 50, 100 fold. It is like fire, like a hammer, like a two-edged sword, It is a flaming sword. It refines, renews and reshapes. It is a measure by which we will be tested and judged. It penetrates the soul and spirit. It penetrates the joints and marrow. It is revealing of thought, heart and mind. 
Like honeycomb, it is sweet to the soul and brings healing. It is enlightening, it is smooth, soothing and comforting. It brings good news and provides hope and joy. It is eternal, it is powerful and effectual. It is a blessing, it enables, strengthens and sustains. It is transforming and revealing. It provides wisdom and spiritual truth. It is sanctifying. It teaches and sets you free. It ministers, cares and protects. It is commanding. It is the source of God's grace. It is the sword of the spirit. And it is the word of life. This and so much more is what is the word of God. To him be the praise and glory for what he has done. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, John. Um, could we all stand, please? And we're just going to pray for these guys as they uh, do their ministry in Gideon's and, yeah, pray that today is successful for them as well. Father, I just thank you for John, the team that's come to Darwin. In the name of Jesus Christ, we just want to pray a blessing over them for work that they've done. Lord, you are the one who says that the workman is worthy of their labour. And Father, we just pray that, Lord, you just abundantly supply everything that they need. We pray, Father God, for Gideon's International to just grow and, Lord, your word to be spread more and more abroad because, as John just mentioned at the end, all those things that the word is, we need it. We need it in our lives. We need it in this world to bring salvation, to bring healing and hope, Father. So we're just praying... Holy Spirit, that you would just bless them. And Lord, just let the time ahead just be so prosperous and, and just bountiful for them in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you right now for it. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Thanks, John. Yeah, um, now just while you're all standing, if there's anyone, as John was talking about the word of God and that we need salvation, that Jesus is the only way, and perhaps this morning you're standing there going, I haven't actually given my life to Jesus. Um, Jesus was God on earth. He came to reveal God's heart and that was to set captives free and, and heal the sick. He wants you saved. If that's you this morning, you've never given your heart to Jesus, I'm just going to pray. You can pray with me and invite him into your life. Um, and then I just want you to just talk with the friend you came with, the family member. If there's none of them, I'll just be hanging around the front at the end of the service. You come and say, I prayed that prayer with you, Neil. And, and we'll just work out the next steps of your journey with Christ. If that's you, just, just pray with me now. Father God, I just thank you for Jesus. I thank you for the salvation that comes through him. And this morning, I just give my life to you. I pray that you just fill my heart today. From this day on, I want to live in the freedom.